Good morning and welcome to Module 2 with Group 10. It has proved to be an exciting journey over the past three weeks as we've taken a look at current methods of assessment, gender differences, we've also taken a trip overseas to look at some international curriculum. So here goes CIE Module 2. Before we take a look into methods of assessment, I think we need to go back and take a look at why we assess creativity and imagination and who the assessment is for. And this was a big focus for Group 10 during this module. So we believe that assessment of any kind within the curriculum needs to serve a purpose. If the assessment is not benefiting the individual, then we need to question what is it for. When we are assessing, it needs to be about the learner, focusing on their learning journey and aiming to scaffold them for the future. You see, we believe that creativity is personal and we need to be conscious of this when assessing within the classroom. Creativity and imagination are expressions of an individual and can therefore be a very vulnerable experience for some. With this in mind, we as educators need to ensure we plan our assessment. It should be a well thought out process that targets the individual focusing on their abilities. Alice and Lawrence encourage the focus to be on what students can do and enjoy, which is an alternate to what we can often see in classrooms today. We need to encourage the focus in our classrooms to be on the capabilities of our students, not on what they struggle with. We believe that we shouldn't be assessing the students against one another when it comes to creativity, but rather assessing them as individuals, focusing on their particular strengths and abilities within creativity. As well as informing the student, assessment is also a means to inform the teacher. Assessment provides us as the educator with vital knowledge that we can then use to influence and impact our teaching style. It also serves as a way for us to get to know and understand our students better. Rather than stereotyping students, we get to know them as individuals and can therefore cater better for their needs. We have also discovered that to effectively cater for all learning styles, we need to include a variety and a diversity within the assessment tasks we give students. Self-assessment and reflection, group assessment, learning journals, presentations and peer evaluation. These are just a few of the methods that we've discussed and believe should be incorporated within the classroom. Furthermore, these should not just be boxes that we tick and cross or mark with a score from 1 to 10. They should be a part of a collaborative process between the teacher and the student. As a group, we've discussed the need for students to be involved in this assessment process setting their own learning outcomes to achieve and then reflecting on the learning throughout this process, not just at the conclusion of assessment. Students thrive when they are informed about their learning and feel like they have some control and ownership about what they are doing in the classroom and so it's important that we are including them in this process. As a group, we also discuss the effects that gender has on creativity and imagination. And we found that although there may be some differences between boys and girls and the approaches we have. When it comes to creativity and imagination, these, difference, these differences aren't significantly due to gender. Rather, it's more about the individual. We can get caught in the trap of stereotyping children based on their gender. Boys are loud and disruptive while girls are nurturing and motherly. And while we do acknowledge that boys and girls are different, our focus as educators really should be on the individual's learning journey.
How has their family and community and experience shaped them? And how does this individual learn and express creativity? And most importantly for us, how do we cater for their needs? In conclusion, Group 10 have found a value in assessing creativity and imagination. And at the start of this module, we didn't all agree on assessing creativity, but as a group we've discovered that it benefits the student, informs the teacher, and it can generate a better understanding of who the individual is and how they express creativity for all involved. Assessment needs to be varied and inclusive to ensure the best learning possibilities for the student. Students need to take an ownership and be involved with this process so that they're informed of their learning. Most importantly, it's about the individual and focusing on their strengths and capabilities and how best we can manifest their creativity and imagination. Thank you for listening to the wrap-up of Module 2 for Group 10.